Samantha, have you seen Caleb since last week? No, like Carl just showed up and I don't know what he did with Caleb. He hasn't been back. I filed a missing persons report and uh, the, the police department said, and I quote, I don't give a fuck about that guy. Uh, well, I mean, that you went to the police, so like, of course, they would. Yeah, well, well, the Find My Caleb services were closed for the weekend. Wait, I, th- I thought they changed that policy. I thought they did too, because everyone knows Caleb disappearances happen the most on weekends. Most on weekends. We had it before. Guess, yeah, this location didn't, did, wasn't open, so I couldn't, I couldn't find my Caleb. I've been a little concerned. I have seen unspeakable things. Caleb, welcome back to Junk House. It's a psychobilly weekend! Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, Caleb. Yeah, Caleb, I'm sorry for taking your good name to the police. It's okay. Um, I was, while y'all guys were actually talking about that, I found some pictures I want to send. Um, and this is just letting, a, let, letting the audience in. Our pre-show conversation did eventually lead to talking about kink. And I want to test the waters with Cordell a little bit. I did find a picture of Laura Dern kissing Kermit the Frog. And I just want to, I just want to get it. You said kink and water, like a hose, right? Like not talking about anything else, right? No, I'm talking about sexual. (laughs) (laughs) So Caleb, before I look at Laura Dern kissing Kermit the Frog, Mm -hmm. what reaction are you looking for (laughs) to occur in my body? What am I hoping to achieve here? What do you what is your goal of me seeing these? Um I'm I'm hoping to see some some type of elation, some type of um joy. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit of that massive hog of yours just kind of g- gets a little bit on camera, you know? Okay, just pokes up a little bit. Just, just yeah. Enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think I need to make a scale, a kink scale mm-hmm. of how kinky I find any given thing you send to me. Yeah. So we can quantify it for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, how much what is that sonic uh, shadow on the scale? That is that, sonic is that and the shadow? end of the scale? I mean, to be honest, Sonic's not really my thing. Shadow, though. Ooh. Okay. So it kind of I mean, evens out. I feel like a kink scale should be <laughs> 1 to 69. Okay. Yeah, yes. I agree with yes. that. I agree with that. 420 so, to 69. The opposite. 420 to 69. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> 1 to 69. And... The, the sonic shadow kissing and then they say I love you that's I don't know like like a 13 okay, okay. Like, it's really that's not, that, baseline, not that wild though. and it's also like nothing's happening you know mm-hmm. like it's just a, it's just a gentle kiss mm-hmm. yeah it's more passionate so, than it is sexual yes and I think 
for me at least, anything I find excessively kinky will be more sexual than passionate. See, and that's what I that's what I feel like. I know Cordell loves the Muppets. And so And Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park. So this is taking those two things and combining them in a physical way. Okay. So here I go. Yeah. This is legitimately Laura Dern actually kissing Kermit the Frog. I you, thought it was going to be a drawing. No, this is actual Laura Dern in a in a PR photo shoot kissing Kermit the Frog. Let, let's be let's all be real about this. Laura Dern has a natural magnetism that would automatically put her probably in the the low thirties on her own. Mm-hmm. Fair. Adding in Kermit the Frog and a little bit of curiosity in there. I'm going to I'm going to put this one probably at a the 42 43. Nice. Ooh. Like just just kind of skyrockets up there. I especially with yeah. the 80s hair. Yes, this is like 80s Laura Dern. 80s hair is very very sexual. Especially when paired with Muppets. I, I would yes. like to apologize. I did find the uh the year that this was this was made. This was made in 1996. Oh um, no, 90s it, hair. Not, 90s hair take it dropped down to a 37, just just with that knowledge. Um and I just it's so funny that we now know that Kermit can never close his eyes when he is in a kiss or a gentle embrace of a lover. So he's always staring <laughs> at them, eyes yeah. wide open, and Which, he's stuck that way. For the first 85% of a session uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. For the last 15, deeply erotic. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I stare at you while, I, while you sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so mixing in 90s dropped it down to like 37. Kermit the Frog staring ceaselessly. We are back up to a 38. That, that just barely tipped the scales. We like it. We love it. We love, we, love we love it. We love it. I yeah. So I I I just was scrolling through Twitter before this and saw that, <laughs> and I was like, I've got to know what Cordell thinks of Laura. A of Laura Dern. We have not discussed Laura Dern on this show. Yeah, I massive Laura Dern fan. Like good. Like good. on a very very real level. Love Jurassic Park and uh, Dr. Sattler. I mean, she makes, a, she makes a growing boy feel some things, you know? Absolutely. Woman inherits the earth after dinosaurs eat all the man. I'm a fan of that. She's just been in so many good movies, though. Yeah. Just so many. Yeah, like, um, like October Sky. I forgot she was in that one. She was in October Sky. She was one of the best parts of October Sky. She was in well, Star I, Wars The Last Jedi, which is objectively the best Star Wars movie. Thank you. We're not going to debate that with you fans. Get out of here. Get on out. I don't really have an opinion, so. It's just the Ryan Johnson Star Wars movie, so like, Better. it's good. Why does everybody hate those movies? Here's the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, oh man, we're in it now. We went from kink to Star Wars. It was only it was I only mean, a matter of time. 
Star Wars Mermaid Mermaid face. That's episode. like that's like that's a straight line. Like that's not yeah. that far of a jaunt. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> most cursed episode already. <laughs> old school Star Wars fans refuse Are to keeping? admit that the new movies are not made for them. That's why they hate okay. it. Because the new movies are made for the younger generation. Because Star Wars is kids' movies. That shit, kid shit. It's kids' movies. It's good kids' movies, but it's kids' movies. I think, I think there's a handful of factors, you know? I, I do think it's kind of complex. I think, one, Star Wars fandom kind of quickly evolved to a point of being about accuracy to the concept and nostalgia I had as a kid and everything needs to hit that feeling or it's not good and spoiler nothing will hit that feeling but then I think also on a, on a real level there's there is structural problems with the sequel trilogy um you know having two different directors ping pong back and forth and uh-huh. tear down each other's work while trying like uh, you know, they, they, sh- here's my biggest thought of all of them. There are some people who are like, yo, Disney had a, a woman lead Star Wars and she made it woke. There are people that think that and those, opi- that opinion doesn't matter. Yes, but there are other people. people who have a legitimate frustration that they were going to make a sequel trilogy to one of the most famous and successful series of all time. And they did not have all three movies planned before beginning. Yeah, that is just. Mm-hmm. I think is just that wild. is. Yeah, that is the most egregious part of this for me is that like, this is Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> ravenous fan base, lunatics. They they're so obsessed with it, and you're gonna start a sequel trilogy with no plan, and you're gonna repeat <laughs> the fourth movie. Yeah, it's like okay. So like, I think there are a lot of legitimate complaints, but I think as far as the Last Jedi goes. Most of them stem from people building up a lot of theories after The Force Awakens and having most of them given a flat no because Ryan Johnson was trying to clean up plot threads and was also introducing new themes. If they had started Episode 7 trickling in the themes that Episode 8 brought in, I think it would have been a much better trilogy. Yeah, but no, I, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. All of the, all of the options. Job of the Hut on the King Scale. For Can us me? or for you? For for y'all, I can't be the only one. For me, he's pretty low. I'm sorry. I don't like slugs with arms. Fair. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I know okay. that that makes me a bigot. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, you should check your heart. But I would I would give him I'd give him a fifteen. I was thinking 15 too. That was honestly the number I had in my head. I want you to know that your rating of Jabba the Hutt is higher than my rating of Sonic and Shadow Kissing. Yes. And I, I need yeah. you to think about that. That's the because is, in desperate situations, I could still crank it to Jabba the Hutt. Not even that desperate. Like in, in <laughs> any pretty bored situation, I feel like we're there. The thing is, you have to remember (laughs) that Sonic and Shadow is at least a 25 for me. Okay. Sonic and Shadow. Yeah, it's at least like a 20 for me. 
Okay, then what <laughs> Star Wars alien, not human, what Star Wars alien ranks the highest on your king scale? Well, now we got to look up Star Wars. Yeah, now I'm looking up sexy Star races. Wars aliens. Star Wars. I'm just looking at the races. Like, see what kind of species we got. Show me, give me a list. 50 best Star Wars alien races. Google, From show me this guy's okay, balls. Google, show me all of the aliens in Star Wars' balls, please. Hi, welcome welcome to Star House, where we rank alien testicles. I think for me, though, if I'm just thinking and remembering... (laughs) Yeah, we gotta let that breathe. And we gotta let Caleb breathe. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry about that. I I got to the point where I got found a list and it was like the top 20 aliens in Star Wars. And number one, it was just the the gun guns. And uh and I just love gun guns so much. I fucking love Jar Jar Banks and his stupid floppy ass ears. And then my brain went to like, ah, imagine holding those while he's giving sloppy toppy. And I was like, God, I hate this. I hate what this show has done to my brain. <laughs> and then afterward, when you you both got drunk at the party together, you hold Jar Jar's ears as he pukes in the toilet, and it's really a beautiful moment. It's great. It's such a sweet moment. <laughs> Misa like that. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. I think for me, it's uh, to Grutas. What Ahsoka is? That's fair. That's that's the highest. Right below that, Jawas. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, similar. Number one is Twi'leks. Yes, that's actually and probably number two. Which ones are they? Uh, they're they're kind of like the Torgutas, but yeah. Don't look, look at that, that secret code I just sent. I was trying to send an image. Okay, it's not working. But yeah, they're like the green ladies that kind of have the pigtail. Like, oh, tentacles. yeah. 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 Dang, it. And I tried to copy and paste a picture, and it just sent what we last had copied. So Caleb just dropped it. It keeps sending a fourth picture, a fifth, a sixth. The chat is filled with Laura Dern kissing. Can we go into the, uh, can we get back into the Twitter and just change all our profile pictures to Laura Dern and Kermit (laughs) kissing? Well, then we might actually get sued. (laughs) So I, I want to say on a, on a joke level, the Bith, you know, the aliens that are playing the the jizz. Yeah. The aliens that get the jizz out of their mouth. Yeah. The ball sack aliens. I think those deserve. A, a say in this list I agree I, I, I agree it's too easy to pick an alien that looks human I'm trying to find one of the real freak ones to put on my list I want to give a special shout out to the Owens. yeah that the long Kamen neck Owen. that long neck <laughs> mm. anybody hear what I said I just want to make no. sure I said I'd Owens. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Let's see if this will. Yeah. So there, there's a Cam and Owen in the chat. Yeah, long neck. You know that VB long neck. There's, there's a legitimate problem here where if I met a Cam and Owen, I'm pretty sure I'd strangle them to death. Like, <laughs> there's, is, there's a visceral instinct to murder that thing when I look at it. I think, I think we've discussed this before on this show, but the ET scale of yeah. would me and my friends kill this with hammers if we saw it? Cam and Owen's, I'd kill it with a hammer. I would like. They're up there. They're 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 on top. They're up there. Okay, we gotta we gotta talk about the Zabrax. That's what yes. Darth Maul is. Yeah. Have okay. you have you seen them? Oh my god. Do those horns go all the way up? Yeah. The the goths are into them hardcore. I want to uh I want to say something very bold. Bold it up. This is a this is a hardcore wood for me. Uh, Yaddle. What the fuck's a Yaddle? It's a girl Yoda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, knew that was short. It. Okay. Y a d d l e. Just look, look her up. <laughs> Yaddle. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> Where'd that nose go? Are we? Are we cool if I introduce a new segment? Because it only feels right to introduce it this week. Yes. Sure. Should I do read reviews before or after? Uh, let's do that after. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll need a palate cleanser for whatever's about to happen. Here. Yeah, in this case, welcome to Caleb Tortures Cordell. Uh, now, oh, no. <laughs> okay. have I not suffered enough? No, because what I'm about to do is, Cordell, in your in your uh, private messages, I'm about to send the Urban Dictionary entry for a term, and oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need you to read it, verbatim. and I need you verbatim, and I'm going to say, you cannot laugh or you lose. Okay, it's a laugh you lose. Got it's it. a laugh you lose. Do I have to read the use it in a sentence example? Uh, I'm not sending that. So at the end of it, you have to come up with your own. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. This one's kind of a long one too. Okay, I'm I'm not even gonna look at it before I collect myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna also send it to Sammy so she knows what's about to happen. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Oh man. Oh can God. I smile? <laughs> uh, you can smile, but you cannot laugh. Cannot laugh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got this. If you laugh, we end you. <laughs> it's over. It's over. He lost. <laughs> Absolute loser. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I opened up the message, and the first thing I saw was, in quotes, gooning. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm going to try and read it without laughing now. I got the initial... Okay. I know I've lost, but this is is trying to get an honorary win. Gooning may be most simply defined as that state usually achieved after a prolonged edging session when a man becomes completely hypnotized by the feeling radiating his penis. (laughs) 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 Alright, so Cordell, you lost. Um... (laughs) Shall I continue? 
Uh, yeah, yes. Kasami, I know. I believe in you. Uh, radiating his penis. Since a gooning state can only be achieved after edging, the man's dick will become mightily aroused at this point. And every caress the male what? Every caress the male geni- genitals are subjected to will trigger potent elation. As the man keeps edging and thus keeps experiencing intense pleasure, he enters a state of trance where his mind Im- Im- what? Intimately, this is my brain is not is stuck on gooning. It's making me not be able to read. Intimately merges with his cock, the gooning <laughs> state where he and his dick become one. To be even more accurate, when the gooning state is achieved, the man's body becomes, for all intents and purposes, an appendage to his erection. When this state is achieved, the male becomes freed of all social codes of conduct, and his arousal alone dictates. His reaction. As a result, a gooned out man will become almost lost it. A gooned out man will become very expressive and demonstrative. He may become very vocal, while his body and face might take on an undignified expressions and poses. All in response to the intensely exquisite caresses his penis is exposed to. Hence the term goon. Since, at this point, the man effectively looks like a silly, foolish, or eccentric person. Gooning is not a narcissistic manifestation. Narcissism is extreme selfishness, with a grandiose view of one's own talents. Rather, gooning is closer to a meditation experience, (laughs) where the mind and body align, focused on a single thought, or feeling in this case. Uh, I want to just before before Sammy has to give us a sentence use for gooning um, because she, she did successfully complete the challenge. I want to point out this uh, this uh, this entry was written June twelfth two thousand twelve uh, by Funky Jerker. Um, Listen, this that is a scholar doing important investigation into, into the goon. nature of the goon state. Um, and there are a lot of entries for gooning, but that's Ooh. the best one. I, uh, so, I, I think I could do an, I think I could succeed if you gave me another chance. D- now this bit is find one that can, Cordell fails that Sammy Ooh. also fails. Yes. Yeah, but I, I'm going to succeed the next one. So take All right. your time, bring one. When you have another one, bring it my way because I can do this. But I would love to hear Samantha. Say, use gooning in a sentence. When I visited Cordell last, I walked in his room to find him completely gooned out. To Laura Dern. (laughs) And Kermit the Frog kissing. Yes. Yes. 10 out of 10. You know what else I found? (laughs) Oh, no. When we read reviews and they're really bad, so gets the movie. <laughs> I love this. Oh God, Clay's hurts. Um, I'm gonna read you two real quick because the first two. one doesn't really tell you much. I just want to read it. Okay, half star review from Vobos. Vobos. Thank you. Why do you all like this movie so much? I don't understand it. And then they made an arrow. So boring movie. 
at least you're able to sleep a little bit longer on the day you watch it. Tip, don't watch this fuck movie. I'm going to no. make a guess. Okay. That gave, us, that gave me nothing. So I feel like if I get yes. it right, I win eternity. Yes. Yes. I'm going to guess The Labyrinth starring David Bowie. All right, Cordell, would you like a guess as well? Yes, I would like to guess Christopher Nolan's Inception. Mm. Okay, neither of you are right. Here's Fuck. the second review. Half-star review from Jahafe. Jahafe. Like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I did not watch this whole movie. I remember going into the movie theater, watching this for a little bit, and then seeing all the scenes with Girl in Space made me so nauseous that I needed to leave the theater. That's it. This is, uh, is going to be my review. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it made up me throw up. Both of these ding. English is might this? not be their first language, apparently. I, 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 ding, ding, ding. I think I actually yes. know. I think it's Gravity starring Sandra Bullock. Yeah, correct. It is Gravity, Gravity starring Sandra Bullock. We got the reason it. I'm bringing it up is because Only has been hosting these 3D movie nights. And we're trying to do it once oh, a month. Oh, God. Last night, we watched Meet the Robinsons. Hell yeah. And Gravity. I feel and like Gravity would be hell in VR. It, it is. The, well, in three, it's basically it's just 3D like you would see it in person. So it's like oh, okay. the, way, the way we watch it is you go in VR chat and there's this world that has just a big, it's just a big theater. And so it's like okay. you're literally sitting in a theater just in VR. And they use the different lenses, like the different screens that your eyes, each eye is using to do the uh, stereo, stereoscopic 3D, I think. Is that the right Yeah, term? stereoscopic. It, it, yeah, stereoscopic. They're, they're both slightly off, so it gives the 3D effect, even when you're just in VR. So it's not like POV gravity, like VR that gravity. POV gravity would probably make me throw up. I have, a, I have an important question. Yes. When you're, when you're watching VR movies, how do you play games on your phone? I don't. What do you, what do, you do with your hands? I have, like, hand controllers that I'm... What are mm -hmm. you doing? Are you looking around? Are you just looking at the movie? Or are you playing Sudoku or anything? Or? No, you're watching like, the movie as Christopher the movie. Nolan intended. The movie Gravity, Nolan like Christopher Nolan intended. <laughs> Which, uh, no, but that's how Christopher Nolan wants you to watch Gravity. He didn't make it, but he still has an opinion. So you're not, you're not <laughs> playing any kind of Candy Crush or Sudoku or Marvel Snap or anything? No. The most I'm doing is I'm like, for VR chat, there's like a hand menu. So I'm just like, every once in a while, I might just press the button and just... Whoop, and close the menu, but... Cordell, do you have to watch something to, or do play something to watch something? Yeah. Are we learning? When I'm, when I'm at home, yeah. If I'm, if I'm like, 
in a movie theater or like seeing a play or something, that's very different. You know, I'm part of the communal experience. But when I'm at home, just about anything I turn on, I've got I've got a game going. I'm playing Sudoku or like I'm I'm doing something else concurrently. I I have to have another activity. Well, in VR, you're in the movie theater. Yeah, that might change things for me, but like you don't even have the option of Sudoku. Well, technically, if like if y'all wanted to join in on the movie nights, well, Caleb could do it in VR, but you could do it on your computer, and you could still be gaming on your phone while watching the movie with us. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty fun. I'll let you know when you the next just, one. You could just you could just be in. You could just be in the VR world without VR. Yeah, yeah you can be you can in VR chat it. without VR. Yeah, it's like RuneScape. It's also free, so yeah, yeah, like RuneScape. Yeah, RuneScape. but um, I mean, also Cordell. Here's the here's the good thing about VR chat is uh, you, you can, can you lady. can pick lady. you can be a pretty lady. You can pick different avatars. I'm known if I'm a VR chat. I'm a buff Squirtle, just because I think it's so funny to walk around as a very buff Squirtle. How do you how do you pick this in a menu? Well, there's there's all these different avatar worlds that people make where you can like drop your own avatar that you made. Well, like not you, but the person that made made the world. So you can go to different worlds. You can search like, oh, I want, but like Caleb said, buff Pokemon. So you just search buff Pokemon avatar and then there might be a world that pops up or you'd be like one piece and you, you become Luffy, you know? <laughs> so, so you, the skin depends on the world. No. And then you only get to talk to people in that world. No. Well, yes. So here's, here's the idea. We'll just do the full rundown VR chat. You start out, you just have like a basic avatar in your home world. And so there's just like, you can set whatever you want, but there's like a default one that is just like, there's a bed and a mirror, like just like it's, a private It's my world. house. Yeah. Like in my mm-hmm. Webkin's game, it's mm-hmm. my Webkin's house. Yep. Yeah. Where I can put activities such as the trampoline or chess. Yes, basically. And then you, there, you open the menu, you can go to any world that has been made either official or not. And then there might be people in that world. You might want to make it private, but let's just say you're looking for an avatar. So you find an avatar world. Oh, there's people in that avatar world. So you go to that basically chat room, but you're in VR and you're, you pick an avatar that was made by the person that made that world. And then you can use that throughout all of VR chat. It's just getting it like, you just have to save it, basically. Right? You have to go to their world to get it, though. Yes, mm-hmm. there are. They new... made it, and they just have the schematics in their world. Basically, basically, yeah. yeah. And there are like official VR chat avatars that are just in a menu that you can just scroll in the menu and change. And you can, you know, save ones you like to change into later. But um, but yeah, I think. We just need to do a stream where I make one of y'all, probably Cordell, run around VR chat and just experience it. <laughs> so I'm beginning to think this may not be like RuneScape no. or Webkins. It, it may be like a third thing. It's called VR chat. It is VR chat. 
Huh. Can I play Sudoku while I'm in the VR chat? There is probably a world where if you're in VR, you could play VR Sudoku. Could I play VR chess, but the chess pieces are other people and I'm telling them what to do and then that, they punch each other? That's a king, Sounds but yes. <laughs> you probably could. You just have to gather the people. Sexy chess where the pieces are naked and then they kiss. Instead of killing each other? Like when yeah. You, yeah. I mean, in a, in a real long form scenario, I think they get it on. And then whoever comes first, that piece is destroyed. So it's a little bit different from typical chess. Yeah. The goal, it's, it's edging chess. <laughs> <laughs> we looped it back. We're back. But, yes, VR chat is fun and cool okay. and good. We're only 30 minutes into this episode, and we have covered Kinks, Star Wars, VR. Well, <laughs> we're, about to, we're about to cover another thing, and this may fit into Kinks, but this yeah. morning, this morning, I, I got onto Twitter and was scrolling, and I, I stumbled across the new trailer for the Garfield movie starring Chris Pratt as Garfield. <laughs> Uh, should we take a quick second and watch it together? Because I have not. Yeah, seen it. let's. Yeah, we can. We, we can. can do, yeah, we'll do a live it. commentary track in this episode. So I'm gonna open YouTube. I'm gonna stream it for everyone. Yeah. So yeah. Don't worry. And if about the it. if the live commentary is garbage, then you won't. We can edit it, it out. We'll just yeah. we'll just pretend we will. You'll pretend it was good, and we'll move on. And we'll just you know go move on with our day. Um, okay. Time to watch this Garfield guy. Okay, we did the one by Sony Pictures Entertainment. Um, just if you want to follow along for the fans, we're going to start it. First thought, Garfield looks cute. He looks real cute. We're going to start the video in three, two, one. Wait, who's the voice of John? Let me look that up. Let me look Is that it Charlie up. Charlie Day? Maybe? Why is Garfield sad? He's alone. And it's raining and he's a baby. Oh, this is how he fell in love with Lasagna. <gasps> Watch out for the car, Garfield. Oh, it's just pizza. It's just pizza. Damn oh, it. but John's alone. Oh. Oh, that's precious, actually. John's going to get kicked out of this restaurant. So it seems John is Nicholas Holt. Oh, okay. Okay. That was Garfield a ate a whole pizza and no, multiple bites. Oh my god! Lasagna. It's lasagna. Oh my god! It just can't. I don't. It it I, ruined it for me. I don't like it. Oh, that's not Garfield's voice. It's literally. Yeah. He doesn't even try.
I hate that it looks so good, like the animation. Yeah, yeah the animation in this looks so good, but and Samuel L. Jackson voicing Garfield's Ab- dad above yeah. Kinky Cat. He's he's smacking into trees. He's smacking into all this shit. Okay, okay. Yeah, I... So... Yeah, that's disappointing. Also, I didn't like how they said the wait is over, but they spelled it like W-E-I-G-H-T. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't enjoy that. Yeah. I... That... I'm going to say something bold. Say it. My, my prediction here uh-huh. is that the Bill Murray Garfield movies are probably better than this one. I think they're going to look worse, but be better. That's, that's what yes. I'm saying here. Talking about Garfield, you got your own Garfield. Oh, yeah. My fat cat just came down to lay next to me because he's a oh. sweet boy. I mean, I just, I, I just want to know, I just want to d- hit you guys with some actual uh, facts about the movie, um, which is that this is, a, that Chris Pratt was born June 21st, 1979, which is a year after the Garfield comic strip appeared in newspapers and two days after Garfield's canonical first birthday. That's precious, actually. Oh. Um, also, the writer and director of this are the same as The Emperor's New Groove, which actually gives me hope that this will kick ass. Because that movie kicks ass. If the, if the worst thing about the movie is that Chris Pratt's voice doesn't fit Garfield, then I guess it'll be a pretty good movie. Yeah, it, it just Chris Pratt just needs to not be in popular. everything. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm down for him to be in some stuff, but he's just in everything right now and every animated thing. And it's like, why? It's because it worked for the Lego movie. And so since the Lego movie worked because that was a character, no one knew who the fuck it was and no one cared who voiced it. Um, They're he's like, ah. Is a fresh, yeah, and then so now they're like, well, people love the Lego movie. It must be because Chris Pratt voiced the main character. No, it's because of the writers. Yeah, I, yeah, I really think it's just that, like, that Hollywood loves a guaranteed dollar, and when a guy like Chris Pratt gets popular and successful and proves that he can be a money maker across multiple different genres and types of movies you know he works he made money in animation he made money in superheroes he made money in action like they which uh, unfortunately i really think the place he was best at was like parks and rec like when he's being an idiot comedian comedic guy he's really funny Mm -hmm. but they they keep like shoehorning him into like cooler roles but i think they just know he'll make money wherever they put him and that's why we keep seeing him. Because honestly, yeah. people do enjoy him. Even if like people who like consider themselves more like movie enjoyers might not. Like the, the general public likes Chris Pratt. He's best 
in like Parks and Rec where he can improvise a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I looked up your symptoms and it seems like you might have internet connectivity problems. Genius. Like, Genius. Oh. <laughs> Kim Card the Kim Kardashian comeback bit. That yeah. like that I was think she so got come on her back. Do you do you wanna hear about the Garfield comic that caused a controversy when it was released when it was published on Veterans Day? Yes. yes. What the hell? So, so apparently it's like three or four panels. This is what I saw on Twitter. And it's it's a little spider. Garfield's got a newspaper and he's about to smack it. And the spider's thinking, if you squish me, I shall become famous. They will hold an annual day of remembrance in my honor, you fat slob. And then it cuts to a bunch of spiders in class as the spider teacher says, does anyone here know why we celebrate National Stupid Day? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they put that out on Veterans Day. Yeah. Well, let me good. find. I I I <laughs> love Saturday Saturday uh, morning cartoon comics. I love the Saturday morning cartoon comics, and my favorite one is Far Side. Have y'all looked at? There is a uh, there is a Far Side comic known as Cow Tools. Yeah, familiar. It's my. I have it saved in my phone pictures. I'm sending it for Sammy. Yeah, because uh, I don't remember this. It's known as the worst far side comic because the whole joke is just what if a cow had tools? <laughs> and and people wrote him letters. Letters, and death, letters threats. and letters and death threats because they needed to know what, what those tools were for. Was. What does this mean? What's the joke? They thought there was something deeper to it other than if cows made tools they'd look pretty weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I fucking love that. Which one are tag My, yourself? Which one are you? I'm the oh, weird yeah. which, which cow tool am I? Um I'm the weird looking saw. I'm I'm that stick that kind of forks at the end. Got the peace sign always. Yeah. yeah I'm yeah. the I'm the I, I guess it's a shovel, but it kind of looks like an udder and also yeah. kind of phallic. Yeah, which is good for you. I think that's important that you get mm. to be that. Also, now the I, cow doesn't have eyes. The cow don't have eyes. Cow don't have eyes. Cows but that's eyes. also, I've heard people refer to cow tools as like a world building concept for making art. Yeah. And so okay. the, idea, the idea being that if, if you only show the surface people will populate what's underneath naturally yeah so it's like you don't have to go very deep in your world building you just hint that there is depth and people will fill in the blanks you show cow tools and people assume there's a lot more going on in cow society than you ever have to write yeah (laughs) i like that a lot my favorite far side comic other than cow tools, like my actual favorite one is one I just sent that is called the inconvenience store. (laughs) (laughs) For the listeners, it's a, uh, a little kid in a store where there's only two shelves and they're at the top of a really tall ceiling. (laughs) It's so stupid. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's so much. 
that's just perfect. I love it so much. Um. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Also, to set up a future episode, because I had this idea, and mm-hmm. I want to do it as part of Caleb's Chris- Caleb Burley presents Christmas Fest, whatever we called it. Um. But I want to do a game of the year episode. And hell yeah. This is, but Junk House, we do it a bit different because you're wrong. But um, (laughs) what I want to do is a a video game, of course, because I'm not just going to say like, oh, all games. That's what's different. It didn't have to come out this year. You just have to have played it and beat it this year. Oh. Mm. I still think it's going to be Baldur's Gate. I'm putting in the shots that it's Baldur's Gate 3. So, I wanted to read the 2023 Game of the Year nominees according to the actual Game of the Year people. Okay. So, Alan Wake 2. I did not play it. Didn't play it. Actually heard bad reviews of it, so I'm surprised it's up there. Okay. Spider-Man 2. Makes sense. I haven't played it yet. Resident Evil 4, because there was a remake that came out this year. I don't think a flat-out remake should be eligible. I don't think so either. Baldur's Gate 3. Makes sense. I, I heard an okay thing or two about that game. Yeah. I, I like it. A little bit of buzz. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I'll save my issues with it for the Game of the Year episode when we discuss these games. Um, Interesting. Vince, okay. It's not like big. It's like very minor issues. Okay. Um, okay. You're you were just saying it like it was gonna knock it off a of game of the year. So I was like, no, no, I shit. don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna. It's not gonna knock it out of contender. I yeah. think the game. I think this year of all years, game of the year is a tight race, though, because the last two that they have nominated, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, which is. Okay incredible um I, yeah, I and the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i forgot that came out this year i oh i haven't i've been thinking about it yeah. again recently <laughs> i might do another replay this is showing my biases but i out of those i still think both for me at least bg3 is what i'm going with even my, for that my, episode. Yeah. I'll just I'll just go ahead and call my shots for even that episode is that's what I'm gonna be talking about. I will I will go ahead and say I am gonna put in what I'm probably gonna nominate as game of the year as as Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Um which makes sense. Yeah. And is not a bad choice at all. Such, it was fucking a, good. Such a good game. And Cordell's got Sudoku. Cordell's probably well, going to put Sudoku. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I'm just, I, I'm not as much of a gamer as my compatriots here. And so like, it's going to be a little bit trickier for mm-hmm. me to do this. Um, we do movie of the year too. Well, yeah, that'll be tricky because I just watched so many dang movies. Yeah, I think yeah. one of the contenders that's up there that I finished this year, Emily and I played it together and it was, it takes two incredible game came out a a while ago but like we really really had a good time with it um it was fun to play together i'm really trying to remember 
anything I've played, depending on when we have this episode, it might be Marvel Midnight Suns because that's I, on sale ooh. right now. And I'm going to either buy it on PS4 or Steam, depending on the experience I want with it. So I my plan currently is to uh, try and make it the last episode of the year. Because okay. that gives us all the most time to play the games, you know? Yeah. Because if there's a game, like right now, I'm playing through Metal Gear Solid again. If I get to the end of that and I'm like, actually, you know what? I kind of want to put that up in contention. Then, you know, I have time to get to that. Now I'm almost to the final boss fight, so it's probably going to be like today or tomorrow when I beat it, but... Then I might play two and three because I got the master collection. So and they're expert, amazing masterpiece games. They are. Uh, the, here's my actual problem with the Metal Gear Solid fan base. Just talking about fan base. Yeah. All of them say that. Oh man, this plot is really complex and blah blah. No, it's not. It's not that complex of a plot. It's just there's a lot of details, but it's not that complicated to keep up with. It ain't no Kingdom Hearts. It ain't no Kingdom Hearts. But you're it right. Ain't it ain't no. Pretty, there's just it, a lot like, of characters, and there's a lot of characters to keep up with. That's it. Spans a long time as well, so it's like you're gonna. It's Don't gonna be spinning. It's just a lot. It's just a lot. Yeah. So it's like it's gonna be confusing sometimes. It's not. Olivia, when I first started playing it, was like, "Ah, oh, this must be one of your goofy games that you like from back when you were a kid and you played it. And then it got to the point where it was like, you're having to choose to sacrifice somebody and there's long drawn out monologues about the nature of man. And she was like, you played this in fifth grade? Yeah. Your parents let you play this yeah. in fifth grade? It's like, Yeah. <laughs> We borrowed a PlayStation 2. Like, what can I tell you? I turned out fine. <laughs> oh, if I finish Dredge, that may be up there for me. I think that's fair. The boat game. It's the, the design is great. I just I have not been able to sit with it long enough and not get stressed out to finish it. <laughs> that's fair. I I might not talk about Baldur's Gate, but I just, since I've started One Piece, I haven't really played a lot of video games other than, like, Fortnite. That's fair. That, I, that's I'm honestly almost, fair. I'm almost caught up, though, so maybe I'll game after I catch up. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, One Piece is great. Um, One Piece is incredible. One Piece is real. One Piece is uh, like, my, fun piece. <laughs> My month that I'm going to make is just going to be making Cordell read one piece in a month. So. Oh, God. That's so much. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm kidding. Oh, dang it. Do you, I mean, if you want to read a thousand nine hundred a thousand and ninety eight chapters. Listen, I'm only I'm only working full time and doing grad school. Like, you can do it. Yeah, I can read, read all kids. of One Piece in a month. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, just bring it. Let the kids bully you. Like, let the kids bully I'm you for be being the king a nerd. Of the pirates said Luffy. Yeah, I'll read it to them, and I'll do like a like I'll read a page and then turn it and show them, and I'll I'll while away the hours at work doing that. It'll be a lot of turning because it's a comic book. Yep. 
I can't wait to hear all the voices you do for all the characters. Yeah, I'm going to do voices good. you don't expect. Luffy's going to be really like, hey, it's, it's me, Luffy. You know, like... I'm a king of the pirates. I'm going to be king of the pirates. Buggy the pirate? You want to you hear him? The Buggy the clown? Yeah, let me hear it. Let me hear Oh, hey, yo! <laughs> it's me, Buggy! Can you give me a Zoro voice? Can you give me a... I'm Zoro! <laughs> the, your, mm-hmm. um, your Buggy voice mm-hmm. was pretty accurate to um, Four Kids Sanji. Yeah. Hey, Luffy! I'm gonna make oh, us some food. It's me, Sanji. I'm the cook. <laughs> My favorite, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if Cordell is a, in tune with this, but there are two English dubs of One Piece Four Kids and Funimation. Okay. And the Funimation Sanji is like, I will cook for you. I will make sure you are able to eat because everyone deserves to eat. Everyone deserves a good meal. It does not matter what you've done. And then four kids Sanji's just like, I thought I made a ravioli, but I accidentally came inside of it. Like that's <laughs> like that's the energy of four kids Sanji. It's uh, it's so like weird. it's like in uh like four kids Sanji is Auntie Donna's crazy Italian aunt. Like yeah, that's. Yeah. That's yeah. the same vibe. And oh, you know, fuck fu- my cousins. <laughs> Four oh, kids is also oh. the, the classic people that made the Pokemon jelly donuts. If you remember that from your childhood. <laughs> they're the rice balls and they're like, yeah. hey, let's eat some jelly donuts. Oh, yeah. I was like, those are weird looking donuts, mm. Pokemon. I don't think I mean, Japanese people know how to make donuts right. Okay, real talk. Help, help me briefly. Because Marvel Midnight Suns is still on sale. Obviously, if I hop on, on on Steam, on Steam, it is on sale for... I could buy the Legendary Edition for $40. Okay. It's That's 60% off. Until okay. and today is the last day of it. Okay, so we got to figure this out right, right now. So if I buy it on Steam, I will run into the same problem I ran into with XCOM 2, which is my computer's not great for gaming. It's fine, and it'll run, but it will get hot and glitchy in not a fun way. Okay. But I still was able to play all of XCOM 2 on my computer. So it's not like it's impossible. Or, if it's still on sale for the PS4, do I buy it digitally on that and play it on TV? Knowing that computer gives me more opportunity to play when my wife is home because she can watch whatever on TV while I'm not hogging it. Whereas PS4 mm. means I have to have access to the TV and not be like hogging it. Depends on what, what is more important to you. The glitchiness not happening or that time of like being able to game whenever or I think I think I want to be able to game whenever okay I think I think do that and I think if we're girl mathing it right now it's 60% off yeah you're probably not going to be able to get it this cheap again for a couple years you know when it goes like on mega sale um $40 I how many hours do you have in XCOM 2 
like probably so over a hundred. I have done replays on replays of XCOM too. I've probably they, done four or five playthroughs of that game. And yeah. isn't this XCOM but Marvel? Isn't so that the gameplay? Conceptually, it's the same people. It's for Axis. Okay. But instead of like having a set number of things, it's like a deck that your character has cards drawn from their deck and you can upgrade what they do. So it's okay. very similar. But there's there's more of a focus on the combat is meant to let you do more awesome stuff rather okay. than XCOM being a tight, strict system. It uh-huh. wants you to do superhero things. And then okay. outside of that, you build relationships with the characters so that you can do cool plot stuff. So, like, I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get what I want to get out of it on the computer and it'll have replay value. Because I learned, sadly, that they are no longer moving forward with the Switch port they were going to do. Oh. Which is why I'm going to buy it on Steam. Because they announced that they're not porting it to Switch. I think if if there's the potential multiple replay value. Like, let's say you replay it three times. So that's four plays total. Mm -hmm. One original, three replay. Real quick, I also just looked it up one playthrough of it is about 37 hours. So already you're, a, you're about to do a, a, a dollar an hour. Yeah. yeah, you're basically, if you're about to do a dollar an hour for one playthrough, if you do four, that's basically a quarter an hour. And yeah. that's not considering all the stuff that comes into that $40 legendary pack. There might be more DLC that adds there, more Exactly. Hours. So what I do know is that the legendary edition, let me... Yeah, tell us, show, give us, give yeah, us, let the, me tell give you. us the deets. The legendary edition of Midnight Suns, because their website has them all delineated for us. Okay, the legendary edition includes, so you can customize the look of the team. It comes okay. with the base game, comes with a season pass that includes 23 premium skins and four post-launch DLC packs. And those four packs bring four new playable heroes. It gives you access to Deadpool, Venom, Morbius, and Storm. And it gives you a whole slew of skins. And it includes the season pass. So, like, it it really adds a lot more. And with the sale at the moment, that is a lot more for simply $10 more. Yeah, and Morbius is there, so... Yeah, get, I'm gonna say buy it. <laughs> I think buy it. I'm gonna say buy it. The if you look, the base game on Steam is sixty bucks. The legendary edition is a hundred. Getting that for forty dollars is kind of ludicrous. Yeah. yeah, it looks like each DLC, from what I'm seeing, also adds at least three hours to each one. Yeah, at least so three like, hours. Yeah, and and if for for Axis is good with DLC, the XCOM DLCs are fantastic. They add a whole lot of unique gameplay. Uh, you know, other things that are legendary, it's our opening and closing theme song. The nice. one and only Psycho Billy Freak Out by the Raven Horton Heat off the album Smoke Em <laughs> If You Got Em. So I guess the so real good. quick though, the you are going to get it. That is the consensus. Consensus. So I'm actually opening Steam right now. And at the okay. end of the episode, you will hear whether I got it or not. It should still be on sale, but if for some reason ending the 13th means it stopped at midnight, I will scream in <laughs> agony. No, nah, that normally means. Yeah, yeah, usually, yeah, it's like due on the 13th. That means I can buy it on the 13th. Yeah. It's, 
Well, if you like this podcast and you like that Cordell is going to buy the game, then rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. We also have a TikTok and a Twitter at Pod. if you want to check us out there. I was about to say, Cordell, I can do this part for you if you want me to. Okay. Hey. Hey. No, he's I can, got it. I I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to rush you. Uh, I just have to shit so bad. Hey, I'm not trying listen. to rush you. I just am rushing you because shit's about to come out of Caleb's ass. <laughs> listen, if you if you'd like to email us and tell Caleb, please, please, please hold it a little bit longer. If you really I'm want trying. to draw it out for Caleb to help Caleb build that sphincter, <laughs> I fucking strength. hate you. So I'm about to leave and let you two end the pod by email yourselves. Us, email us at junkhousemailbox at gmail.com. <laughs> and as we shit every week. I'm going to go shit.